We like to party till the break of dawn. We like to party all night long. We like to party till the break of dawn. We like to party. That's right. I keep remixes on deck. You'll never know what I'm going to pull out. Miss Webb on the ones and twos. Hey, everybody. It's Monday night, November 5th, pre-election night. The Webbs are in the house. Welcome to another episode of Where are the Webbs, a.k.a. Your favorite auntie and uncle, king and queen of the three-day weekend. A.k.a. The Webbs Worldwide, the international oh. webs. Yes. Get Monday. with it, get with it, get with it. I'm trying. Yeah. Okay. We, we in here. We, we in here. here. Eye to eye. Oh. Do or die. You and I. Let's go. All right. Welcome. Woo. It's Monday. Woo. Day late. Dollar short. Never, no. never a dollar short. <laughs> Day late, but not a dollar short. We got all the money. I mean, hey, no, not but... really. Don't come at. Don't come ask for that. <laughs> we got. A, I might got a few dollars. That's it. I, put I got. I got a few dollars. I got five. Don't ask me five for nothing though. Don't ask. <laughs> I got five on it. Keep that in mind. Hey everyone. Again, welcome to Where Are the Webs. Yes, we're back. Sorry. Well, I know it was supposed to be on Sunday. Listen, you'll understand in a second why we didn't do it on Sunday. But Ooh. we're back in here. We we're keeping it. it going. We're keeping it consistent. I'm getting warmed up. I'm telling you, I'm in the booth. <laughs> I'm about to hit. I'm jumping around. I might break a sweat. Let's go. Let's go. Keeping that same energy. Keeping the same energy. As always. Gotta start with the attitude of gratitude. Gotta start off <laughs> telling you what we're thankful for. I will never forget to be thankful for what I have and where I... Thankful wh- for what you got. What I got. Just how far I've come. for what you... Diamond in the back, sun rooftop, digging in the scene with the gangster lean. Cut it off. All right. Oh, oh. <laughs> Either way. No. Very... Um, as again, thank you for listening. Thank you to everybody who liked, shared. Thanks for all the posts, the, you know, spreading the word about the podcast. Don't ever think that we're not grateful. So that's why we start off every episode with the attitude of gratitude. Um, yes. Thank you to everybody who likes a post, share the post again. Um, if you, for all of you who like it on multiple platforms, thank you. For all you uh, secret lovers out there. Secret love. I'm sorry. Not, I <laughs> you can do that. Too. You can do that too. You love us Either on way, the low. Yeah. I, I mean, you love I, us covertly. Yeah. It's a lot of y'all out here. 
You ain't liking not one picture. You don't retweet nothing. But then they walk up to you and can tell you everything you posted and everything you talked about. Hello to you too, secret lover. <laughs> What's up? I can't wait till we do this like on Facebook Live or something where people can see. See my face? Yes. See me? With- <laughs> Hello. <laughs> secret. And if you don't know where you can see all of our lovely posts, you can follow us at Where the Webs on Facebook. That's Where the Webs, W-E-B-B apostrophe S. You can also follow the official Instagram of Where the Webs. It is Where the Webs, no apostrophe, one word, no spaces, no underscores, no none of that. And if you love those beautiful crisp clear pictures that you see of us please be sure to follow the official photographer of where the webs at light brown that's underscore l-i-t-e b-r-o-w-n also make sure you follow our individual instagrams because we have separate lives and we post things separately from our day-to-day stuff it's very different it is (laughs) It's very different. You yeah. can follow me, Mrs. Webb, yours truly, at Psyching Out Loud. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-N-G, Out Loud, on Instagram. And you are? I am Marcus Webb on everything. And again, that's Marcus Webb 1984 on Instagram. Marcus Webb 84 on Snapchat. Marcus Webb on Facebook. Go follow my uh, Instagram so you can see me out here, you know, living my best life. Doing what I do. Corporate America, you corporate America. I make corporate. I make the corporate world look good. Very, very nice. I have fun at work. So you he can does. come see me. Some of the photos of me having fun at work. If you want to see me jumping into inflatables or jumping up on bells of hay. <laughs> doing, the, doing the jail squat on a bell of hay. Go follow my Instagram page. Marcus Webb 1984. Man, we in here. We in here on a Monday night. Because. Because. We'll we'll get in it. Well, we'll talk about it. But just know, it's a Monday night. That's right. And if you understand what that means, we had to go to work today. Came back. Still had to do the work. The real work. What we really want to be doing anyway. We oh, I, I, I don't even want to get ahead of myself and start getting to my motive start getting into like yet, some motivational yet, moment. Yeah. But sometimes you just gotta do it even when you're tired, even when you you know you really want to go to sleep. You but no, I said we have to be consistent. So we're gonna be consistent. I'll never ask for help. I do it for you and, and I, I do, do it for myself. myself. I go zero to a hundred real, real quick. Hey. Real quick. <laughs> Why are we doing so many songs tonight? I, I have no idea. I've anyway, had a glass of wine. I'm, or two. I'm in here stone cold. <laughs> stone cold sober. Sober. To be fair, the Living wine was with the life. meal. Yeah. I had part yeah, of it. I had to use it in the meal. So I had some left. Wine. Yeah. Anyways. Topics. We ready? Uh, did we go anywhere this week? Um... Any new restaurants? Oh, well, we did new restaurant. Well, it's not new, but we tried it for the first time. We we like the little hood spots too. Okay. Hey, hit up JJ's Wings. Oh, I was like, you saw my face. I was yeah, looking you at were you like, like, where you where going? Do we where, go? where are you going with this? JJ's. 
on Dean's Bridge Road that's, in Augusta. That's South Augusta slash Hepsible South. Yeah. Shout out to the hometown. Hey, get them garlic parmesan wings. You Let won't, me tell you. You won't be mad. So, there's, I don't know what it is. Is it a Southern thing? Is it a Georgia thing? There are a ton of wings slash Philly cheesesteak. Slash. Now slash like. Fried rice. Yeah, fried rice and um, your fried fish and shrimp. Yeah. Shrimps. Basically, your American deli knockoffs. Yeah, there's a number of places I feel like, like this. American Deli is the originator. Maybe, but then I you got now every they're everywhere. So, you know you can't really go wrong with any of these places. I mean they're almost all about the same. I'll say about this place is JJ's. Yeah, I think it's they it. have bulgogi. I did not order the bulgogi, but they had it. I'm I pro- did order the the chicken and shrimp teriyaki, which is pretty good. It's not going to be what you would get from a sit-down restaurant good, but it's like for a fast food joint, it'll hit your spot. You know, you'll get plenty plenty of meat, plenty of veggies. Um, I think they have double meat options. They all like have that. double they meat options. They all have double meat options. Um, but about those garlic parmesan wings, they were very rich. I have not had garlic parmesan re- wings in a long time that were that saucy and hearty. Them that felt like it had Alfredo sauce on it. Right. Like, it might have been Alfredo sauce for all I know. Maybe. Like, But it was kicked up a notch. Yeah, with a little added seasoning to it. You know, a little more peppers. Anyway, but, yeah, check out JJ's if you're in the area. Great little wing spot. And be on the lookout, man. I don't even want to reveal too much. Oh. But the web's got things in the works. You... We man, I want to tell y'all so bad. Not yet, but they just I can't. See it. I just, you'll see it when it happens. Just know we still oh, out here working. Let me let me give. We, can, can I say this weekend? The the what? Watch the work. <laughs> just watch the work. Can can I say? I'll say this. You know that that YouTube that we used to tout early on, like just just you know, it's going. Things will be coming along. Not many things. Big things. Big things. The big big thing. <laughs> More life. More life. But um we did we did try the wing spot. I completely forgot about that. So no but, disrespect to to wing joints everywhere. Other than that, we, we kept it local this week. Kicking it local. So Oh, well, we're the webs in other ways. So I officially signed the lease. Moved in to my spot. Oh, I need my sound effects. You, you never have your sound effects I queued up anymore. My, I never have my sound effects ready. Um, Hold on. Officially moved in to my spot where I will I will be providing the best in uh, mental health care. Your name is officially on the lease. Yes. It is my spot. It's not a shared building. Um, I'm slowly getting my furniture and things like that. So Mr. Webb and I over the weekend... Okay. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> Mr. Webb and I over the weekend acquired some some finds, some good furniture. Yeah, start an office. Just just making it happen, man. But not no bummy. Excuse. But not, not bummy. bummy at all. Right. But you know what I'm saying? You don't have to break the bank and take out a loan. A lot of people out here feel like I gotta I don't have the money to start a business. Find a way. 
it make it happen. You don't have to go take go to the bank and take out a loan, sign your life away. One you can the, make it happen. We got I, office furniture for the low. Right. And I think one of these days we'll maybe we'll do a breakdown of that. Like a Start little bit. Office. Of, yeah, like how how to get going, the costs associated. Like I could speak to some of that you, stuff. I, I mean, got overhead. And if you didn't know, Mr. Webbs I think I specialize in stuff like this. <laughs> if you have an idea and you want to talk about how to possibly get started on a budget, let me know. Right now, my services are free. Eventually, these services you will have to pay for. Listen, I'm yeah. a creative marketing genius out here. I just, I'm just about to tell you. I just wanted to tell you. Hit me up. Let's talk about how to grow and how to get your business going. Mr. Webb has been helping me on the business front. I mean, of course, duh. My success is his success. I don't have to be out front. I ain't got to get all the shine (laughs) in the spotlight. I'm okay playing the background. I know what role I play. People like to ask, like, so what are you going to do? You have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) This this is what I'm doing. (laughs) When you going to do something, mama? This is me. That's true. You don't oh, even no. know. No, no, but I'm saying people will ask me that. Oh, your wife opened her own office. What are you doing? This Wait, is what? this what? is me. What are you talking I, about? I, I really had no idea that people approached you in that way. That's I, so I, weird. I get it. I get it from from time to time. And people are like, so what are you going to do? When are you? Gonna... You have no idea. Also, first of I'm all, I'm okay being the behind the scenes guy. Also, first don't. Don't make it, don't assume like I'm just out here just balling and I just got clientele like that. Like just take it down a few notches. I'm not downplaying what it takes to sign a lease and get your own business started. Not by any means. But at the same time, I'm not like just, I haven't made it. No. I'm not going to say I made it yet. But any people are, people admire the fact that you are you doing your own you you had that freedom you kind of you went back a little bit but it's cool I mean no you got you had to do what you got to do hey your dream ain't got to be funded now <laughs> I said we can talk about how to start your dream for the low but your dream gonna need some you funding. can't you can't start it for the no <laughs> <laughs> you got to put something in it you know but. I if you believe in yourself, if you, invest in yourself. If you think that... Bet on you. I'm sorry. If you think that we should do a breakdown um, or do an episode or a series, a little mini series, talking about how to start up, how to build your brand, things like that, then email us. And you know where to email us? Where the webs one at gmail.com. Hit up the inbox. We didn't get any emails this week. We did we had, not. Y'all love... I'm, it looks like you like the topic, but we really didn't get a whole lot of response this week. No, no, not a lot of emails on the open marriage topic, but you know, feel free to hit us up. But again, right, we out here. We so working. let let us know if you would be interested or want to know more about startups and how we got started and got some things going. Also, along the lines of Mr. Webb promoting and doing things, he is helping me to revamp the business instagram page so um i can look a little more polished 
improve your aesthetic. Yeah. If you, if you need your social. I didn't have an aesthetic. Yeah. It was random. Work. Yeah. Like me. We start. <laughs> we starting. Uh, if you notice on the uh, the where the webs page, the aesthetic has been approved. It, there's a there's a pattern. There's a there's a, there's a method to the madness. I mean, you can see it. You don't even have to. That crisp, clear, polished. It's very nice. Shout out light brown. All right. Anyway, we digress. Topics. Sunday night. All right. So, yeah, we we did do something this week. Uh, Sunday, we went to a comedy show. You know how we like comedy. Stand-up comedy is one thing we really enjoy. And if we can see it in person rather than watching a Netflix special. Even better. Even better. We'll go. So, this past Sunday in uh, downtown Augusta at the recently renovated Miller Theater, comedian Tom Segura. If you don't know, listen, man, if you don't know who Tom Segura is and you have Netflix or you still in somebody's Netflix login, get it how you live. (laughs) Go watch, just go search Tom Segura. It's S E G U R A. Yeah, Tom Segura. I I want to say my favorite special of his, um, and I have watched this special numerous times. I want to say it's called Completely Normal. Am I making that up? I could be making that up. I was do, do I was I trying to get the, the Googles. Okay. Can you do the Googles real quick? Let me um, fact check me because I don't I don't want to tell the people the wrong thing because I really could be making that up. Like it could, it could, I could have just pulled that out the air. That could be someone else altogether different. Um, but he's got about three, maybe. I think he's on. He's on a, four. He's up to three Netflix specials, I think. Right. I think. And he has a podcast. Your mother's house. Yeah. I want to say your mama's house, but <laughs> either way, um, I haven't listened to the podcast, but it it seems like every week they feature. Um, some other comedians. Did you did you find it completely normal? Was that right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the first one that they actually the, put on. Yeah, Netflix. the first one we saw was completely normal, and that's a good intro to his his brand of comedy, his type of comedy. Again, it's not for everybody. Yeah, we well, thought it was, <laughs> we thought oh, yeah, it was funny. definitely we find it funny, but I will put that disclaimer out there it's not for everybody he's a pretty i guess the only word i could think to describe it is kind of crude yeah but we don't mind a little crude Crude, so if you (laughs) if if you are easily offended then this may not be the comedian for you you know i i think that's that's our thing with a lot of comedians like we we tend to lean in on some uh, of the some maybe. of the crude and we just don't i know we're just not easily offended and like certain stuff is not gonna scare us away like we can find the funny in it even if it is a little crude like that carnival cruise joke that took me out i thought it was great what well he said he was talking about his dad was going on a cruise oh <laughs> And his dad was like, I want to go on. He's like, I'm going on a carnival cruise. And he was like, really? That's a party cruise. He was like, what can I say, Tom? I like to see black people enjoy themselves. <laughs> and I laughed my ass off. 
Because you know we've been on a carnival cruise and we are about to go on another carnival cruise. Definitely. We're black. We like to have and fun. We, hey, you gonna get this cha-cha slide. <laughs> you gonna get this cha-cha slide. If you slide. wanna come see us have fun on a cruise ship, go right ahead. Gonna be some, <laughs> some, some old people, some old white people watching like, look at them. Look at them go. They're having the time of their life. <laughs> look at them go. Anyway, um, we enjoy. I think we enjoy. I can't remember the name of the opening act comedian though, but he was pretty funny. Jeff, somebody, Jeff, yes. Jeff Flake, Jeff Tate. I don't know. It maybe Tate, but we we enjoyed the opening act. Man, it, it was funny hearing them make fun of Augusta. That yeah, he was like, um, that is great. What do you say? He was like Augusta, home of the. Uh, Masters Golf Tournament and James Brown, <laughs> like two polar opposites, like right. the the whitest thing you could think of, and probably the blackest <laughs> thing you could think of, all from the same. I, I love, I do enjoy because we've seen we've seen uh, Dio Hughley also at the Miller Theater, mm-hmm. and we saw Dave Chappelle, but he was at the Bell Auditorium. Did we see Kevin Hart? Did we see Kevin Hart? I don't think we ever did went we to see, see a Kevin, Kevin Hart? Hart show. Live? Do we? We've never seen Kevin Hart live. Did I make a memory? Probably. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Creating memories of it. Too much That's not what we do. That's not the web standard. We <laughs> not, make, not making it up. We make real memories. We don't make up fake memories. <laughs> so much has happened. We do so much. Nah, I mean, <laughs> but, we got uh, enough real stories to tell. We got to make that up. <laughs> we don't. Um, but we've we've seen a number of comedians and that is one of our favorite things to see how they talk about Augusta, what their take is on being mm-hmm. in Augusta. Because, I mean, it's a unique place. <laughs> it's an interesting place. <laughs> he said, he was like, glad to be here in this historically racist city. <laughs> Oh, Again, man. the two people we were sitting behind, I just noticed they they did not move. Oh, the people that were sitting in front of us? They did not move. They didn't move at all. Like He was making, making I, Fox News jokes. It was like their back got stiffer. They talked like, about, um, <clears throat> he he joked about the election. Him and the, the first guy made some little punchlines about the upcoming election. <clears throat> vote tomorrow. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, yes. <laughs> vote. So, Side note, completely different. But please go vote. But um, yeah, the people in front of us didn't seem like they, they laughed. Laugh they didn't budge. Um, we were in a ridiculously large group of people. Not by choice. We took up a way. whole row, and some of them didn't seem like they were having a good time. I, I didn't get it. People were like, "I didn't get the the stick." Okay, that's cool. We had a blast. I, I was dying. We <laughs> had a blast. I was But dying. this made us think about um the question was what who is your favorite comedian and why? So we're going to weigh in on the topic. If you want to send it in, keep it fun, keep it light. You know what I'm saying? Who's your favorite comedian? I would have to say, for me, like, favorite comedian of all time, great, who I think is the best comedian of all time, none other than Richard Pryor. Woo! That's that's definitely my choice. This greatest of all time. Like, if you've never really watched a Richard Pryor 
special or listen to a Richard Pryor album, you're missing out. Like to me, and my favorite thing about Rich Pryor, he was very controversial. And if we are judging him by 2018 standards, he would not make it. He would, <laughs> motherfucker, you would. <laughs> hey, yeah. It would not work. But if you go back and listen to keep in contact, keep in context that it was a different time. Rich Pryor is the greatest. Nobody ever made tragedy and pain as funny as Richard Pryor. Like, just him talking about his childhood mm-hmm. and he, mm-hmm. he can make that funny. Um, like, my, one of my favorite characters, characters Mudbone. Yeah, yeah he, he'll go off and tell you a whole story and a whole nother character. But my fa- one of my favorite jokes and just like what sums it all up for me, he had a heart attack. Well, two, two jokes. He made joke had a joke about him having a heart attack. If you can never find that one, look it up. Hilarious. And him setting himself on fire for smoking crack. Yeah. Like, he made that a joke. Yeah, he did. If you can make that a joke, he was, like, talking about, you know, running down the street yeah. on fire because he was smoke, he was freebasing. The only, like, more modern-day comedian or recent, I'll say more recent, that made fun of a controversy they had Nothing touches that, first of all. Nothing touches that. Um, free bass and crack. Like, nothing. Like, nothing. You can't beat that. You can't. Um, but I remember Run Till That, where Martin Lawrence. Oh, yeah. Talking about being. Talking about when he was out in the sun in the sweatsuit and running yeah. around, like, sweating profusely and looking crazy. That's the first one that came to mind when you were talking about that. Yeah, when Martin had that breakdown and they said he was in the middle of traffic with a gun. Yeah. 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 And he made he made fun of himself. Martin still ain't been the same since. Hey. But that bad boy's three hey, coming. Will Smith bringing him back to life. Like he, he gonna hey, bring Yeah, him get in. some of that Will Smith energy. Get some of that shine. Yeah. But us uh, asking who's who's my favorite Your comedian? Your favorite comedian. I don't know, man. Um uh, I really don't know. Like, there's there's so many layers and levels because it's like some people you prefer their stand up. Some people I prefer them in movies. Some people um, I prefer their TV show. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's so. I know that's like stand up. It's like the cop out. Pick stand up. We we talking about stand up right now. I know. I know. You still can't pick one. I don't know. Oh, I know. You, I, you really gone. Well, well, oh. Let the people down. <laughs> All right, whatever. The first thing that came to my mind right then was um, Bernie Mac and the Kings of Comedy. That Ber- was one of the first ones that came to mind. Bernie Mac was great. I would. He never. Like he needed a solo special. He needed one by himself. Right. Kings of Comedy was cool, but Bernie Mac needed that. That signature stand-up special with just him. I don't know if he had that. Right. Like, Rich Pryor, you can name, like, Rich Pryor Live on the Sunset Strip. Eddie Murphy, Delirious, whatever. Yeah, Raw. Martin Lawrence, Run Tell That. Dave Chappelle, Killing Me Softly. I would say Killing Him Softly is my favorite. Like, I've seen Killing Me Softly, that stand-up, 
so many times. And that was pre Chappelle show. Mm-hmm. I was an OG Chappelle show fan. Look, I was an OG Dave Chappelle fan. All right. Like before the show, you, I remember him. You were in the Dave Chappelle, <laughs> Chappelle fan when he was in the Nutty Professor as Reggie. I knew who he was. Oh, you would. You, <laughs> you would. <laughs> I knew who he was. I remember when Chappelle's show came out, I was like, do you know who this dude is? And I said, he was in Robin Hood Men and Tights. Yeah, he was. He was in Robin Hood Men and Tights. Of course, he was a half-baked, but... um he Reggie. He was. He was. Um, I appreciate his his creative mind because, let's face it, Chappelle's show is classic. <clears throat> anyway, so... I mean, I I don't want to co-sign on the Richard Pryor because I feel like it's like the predictable, obvious go-to is like Richard Pryor or um, Eddie Murphy in his heyday. Also, if you haven't seen Harlem Nights, this is just a side note. Harlem Nights is fucking, excuse me. Harlem Nights is great. <laughs> a little too much wine. For... Harlem Nights is great. He gonna shoot me on my pinky toe. Again, Della Reese. Come on now. Threw it up in there and it made sunshine. Who else was it was it was Red Fox. Red Fox. That's Red who Fox I couldn't think of. It. Red yeah. Fox was in it. Um Della Reese, Eddie Murphy. I feel um, like Eddie Murphy may have had the funniest movies. He did. Eddie Murphy movies between like Harlem Nights, Coming to America, uh, Nutty Professor. Forty like, what is it, forty eight hours? Yeah, as far as like Beverly movies. Beverly Hills though, Cop. Yeah. Now, stand up, Richard Pryor. Movies might have to go Eddie Murphy. Richard Pryor movies, he made the worst choice. TV, Chappelle show. Uh, Who you going to argue? We just talking about sketch comedy? This could get into a whole other debate. Because some people are saying Key and Peele might be better than Chappelle show. I'm not saying that. In the words of Dave Chappelle, I got to watch them do my show. For another three, hey, whatever. But so they he make, started they make, it. He created the blueprint. They some people say they made it better. I don't know. I don't know, man. Let's, you know what? Let's hey. let's let's be real, 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 real. Okay. One of the best things about Chappelle's show was Charlie mm-hmm. Murphy's True, True Hollywood, Hollywood stories, stories, where he had Rick James. Charlie Murphy. <laughs> Like Dave Chappelle got you got stuff like that you remember from Dave Chappelle, but Kim Peel now you remember stuff. You remember that? Yeah, too? I mean, so, yeah. Like the the, the substitute, substitute teacher. teacher, the football introductions, the um oh the Obama with his anger interpreter yeah, the and angry. Ob- Obama with the handshakes now. Like when he, and they got to go. I mean, to be fair, was it Keegan Michael Key did get to go? Be beside Barack Obama in real life and mm. be his anger Luther, the anger interpreter. So I don't know who's your favorite comedian or comedian. We talked about all men. We did not talk about women, female comedians. Because they ain't funny. <gasps> you joking. will not. I was just joking. You man. will not. Whatever. You will not. Um. Yeah. Favorite female comedian. I used to kill Monique's old stand-up. Uh, Monique, I always I said been, the older stand-up. I always like Samore or Adele Givens a lot more than I like. Um, I did like Samore. Monique. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, women can be in a discussion too. That's where you just who's you just... your the biggest female comedian of all time is who? <sighs> That's a hard question. Monique. No, I mean it could she won? Did she win an Oscar? Like as far was, as awards, she she was in, the, that's because she was in Precious, which was definitely not a Oof, comedy. It was not. There was nothing. There was nothing, nothing funny, funny about that movie at all. At all. Um, as far as female comedian, I mean, the people who get the most shine would be like your Amy Poehler, Tina Fey. Combos. I don't really consider them comedians. They've never done stand up. They did. They were on Saturday Saturday Night Live. They're improv. They're actresses. But I'm talking about like a stand up, a a female that does stand up. Like who who is the who is the best of all time? Uh, you I know. can't really name one. <sighs> like it's Monique. That's it. I'm telling you. I'm not. I'm not ready to phone that one in. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. We'll revisit that topic. Either way, man. Um, we got another topic. Don't we have another topic we want to talk about? We did. Alright, so our next topic came up because on the eve of election night, and we're not again, we try not to get too much into the actual politics and the issues, but a topic came up that because our Democratic candidate Stacey Abrams is because she is single, doesn't have any kids, and the Republican Brian Kemp is married with like three kids, I think. Yeah. Someone said posted something which sparked a debate. I sent you a message. Yeah, and it it basically said if Stacey Abrams was married with children, she wouldn't be where she is today. And is, am I summing it up pretty? I don't know. You might you might have to go to the records because they didn't the statement the message that I sent you the the Instagram post didn't say her versus Brian Kemp necessarily they said something about Andrew Gillum oh well he's married right right I think the point I don't know if they were trying to say that she wouldn't be as successful as she is if she weren't married. Or if they were saying she would be doing better in the polls. If she was married. Not that she's doing poorly by any no, means. It's, but it's very close. But like it may have been a bigger margin or a slightly larger margin okay. if. Some people are not. Embracing her. Embracing her because she doesn't have the traditional family. Like the husband and kids. I mean, I think she has a very large family who she's had to take care of. So she has a lot of nieces and nephews. She's not married herself. But I think we did see something um, in the caption, maybe, that was saying women, sometimes women are held back or they don't get as far in their careers if they have, if they're married and have kids. Like it hinders them in their success. Maybe something to that. I, I mean, there. I know. I find that I see a lot of women who are successful, like in their careers, but maybe not have the 
may not be married or have kids. And I'm not, and it's definitely possible to do both. No, don't. But, what, but is, that's the thing is like, is that even relevant though? Does that even matter anymore? I'll say anymore because at one point that was a, it was a big thing. Like if you were going to be anywhere remotely successful or in the political arena, did they expect it? People expected you to have a family to look the way they look to be relatable in that way. But I don't know if that's, that's, did you find it? No. And I think part of, um, what it is, is that, um, I mean, I think Stacey Abrams is kind of breaking the mold. That's kind of what she does. I get, hold on. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. Um, I mean, yeah, she was also a romance novelist, so there was that part. That's very non-traditional. Mm-hmm. But I think, so do we want to say, like, what the question is? Can you have both? Is it possible? And, yeah. and the whole thing, this whole thing, is, I admit, is messed up because nobody's having this debate really, like, about men. It's really more about well, women. Well, I, women I have heard people talk about it in terms of the presidency. Um, and say that you won't ever see a single man become president. Like, that's just not something that's probably going to happen because people want to see that wholesome family or whatever it is, uh, kind of figure. Oh, there it is. There it is. Okay. So it says, someone pointed out to me, this is by Kimberly Nicole Foster on Twitter. I give credits. Someone pointed out to me that it's interesting that Gillum has a spouse and Abrams doesn't. Quote, Gillum probably wouldn't be where he is if he weren't married. Abrams probably wouldn't be the nominee if she had a husband. So a single man can't succeed in a way that a single... I, I guess that is what so, they Yeah, so basically a man needs a family to succeed of a woman's family holds her back. Right. It says the comment says, if you're professionally ambitious and your husband isn't in 2038 mentally, he's a liability. I know women will still get married because of babies and social validation, but the truth is what it is. I don't know. Like I, I I don't think having a, being a being in a male-female relationship, I don't think that getting married necessarily means I can only go so far or do so much. I don't think that's what that means. Like you're saying, you know, a number of women who, who have one or the other, I, it's possible to have both. I don't understand why that has to be a either-or kind of deal. No. I think for a man, though, and I... Maybe, at least just from from my observation, a lot a lot of times they do need that family, those children, to push them. You really need to find that why. A lot because I feel like maybe so I've seen people who, in their single life, they're not motivated. They're you know they don't have that drive but when you got somebody else depending on you it's almost like you don't have a choice i mean if we're both working and doing stuff are we really 
I guess you're kind of dependent on your spouses, you know, not completely. Not, but not the way a child is dependent yeah. on, on well, yeah. you. But. I don't know. I some, Part of me wants to stay away from the conversation of can women have it all and do it all and because... I don't know. I don't want to fall into that, like that superhero, superwoman. Like you have to, you have to be able to balance like your fitness regimen and your beauty regimen and having the kids and having the spouse and going to work and excelling in your career and being the best at everything is, you know, everybody's happiness is different. Mm. What you define as success is different. True. What's wrong with having a spouse and a family and that's it. Like, What's wrong with being a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad? Like, there's nothing if wrong that with that. If that makes you happy, go for it. And I think it's a lot of people who may have taken, in the past, who've taken that role, who may not have always been happy with it, but that's just what I had to do. Like, I put my dreams on hold. I put, you know, everything I was doing on the back burner to, you know, be the stay-at-home mom. And, and it just sucked it up. And maybe they now, weren't happy. So, and now people, women are more like, I'm going for mine. The sisters are doing it for themselves. Do it. Even but better. One thing I could see, if they want to make the argument that, you know, women won't go. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's like, not that, is it that they don't or won't go as far in their careers as they would if they were by themselves. One reason I could see this happening is because of that nurturing spirit. And if I make certain moves or do certain things and go too far ahead of my significant other, like maybe I need to pause on something in order to have the kids because of timing or whatever else, you know, as women, we, we have a time frame in which it's like ideal to try to have children or maybe we had a time frame in mind that we would like to have kids. So maybe stuff gets paused and I'll pick that back up. Or maybe it's like, I'm going to pause while my husband goes to school or vice versa. Like just you move differently when you're connected to somebody else. And I mean, beyond just having, beyond having kids, you know, I could, I could see that being a possibility. It's kind of like that conversation we were having. And I said, you know, I still run into, I run into women who shrink themselves because we're always taught frequently. We're taught to acquiesce, to take care of people, to make sure everybody's comfortable, you know, to do all of these different things. And I could see us doing that career wise. Like I feel selfish. So I'm just going to pause my career and help out my spouse or I'm going to pause right where I'm at and make these moves that need to be made for the kids because it might be for the betterment or the greater good of the family. And I could see that if that's the argument that's being made here. Just thinking. Yeah. I don't know. We ain't got the answer, Sway. <laughs> what we, are your thoughts? We ain't got the answer. What are your thoughts? We asked a lot of questions. We always do that. We ask, like, we start with one thing. That's and probably we, why, they, why they don't send us no emails. They're, they're like, like, what? Shit. What the, I, with, what the was the question? What part do you want us to talk about? Like just you... email us. <laughs> just email us and say, I don't know what the hell y'all meant. <laughs> just, you can start start typing the email as you're listening to the episode so you can get all your questions in. 
all in one like all of your responses all in one hit but i think the question is you know does having a family help a man succeed career-wise and does it work to a woman's detriment career career-wise what do you think email us where the web's number one maybe gmail.com. but i'm happy both of these candidates Gil- gillum in <gasps> florida and abrams in georgia let's go are here to shake things up hopefully when we come back please on sunday's show we have we're excited hopefully hashtag blue wave if it doesn't happen just know i might be slightly depressed just know that we ain't gonna bring y'all to depressed all right reviews you want to get a review about this uh hip-hop evolution um okay cool yeah let's talk about that hip-hop evolution is a a show on Netflix, kind of like a documentary series. It's actually in their second season, um, but it really just talks about the origins of the genre of hip hop. The so, culture. The culture of hip hop. Anyway, now from hip hop to when it, from when it was starting in New York and just kind of like underground thing, and then how it has grown to pretty much it is the mainstream now. Mm-hmm. So um, it's great little series man i've watched the first season like a couple i guess maybe last year earlier this year whenever it came out um it was really good you know dude who hosts i can't remember his name he does a very good job thorough they find a lot of the people like not pioneers who you may not really know or you've kind of maybe heard their name but he takes the time to sit down and have interview with them uh second season i like i actually like it even better because it starts getting to places outside of new york so they go to houston they go to oakland um you know, a couple of different places, then, you know, back to New York, kind of talking about the 90s. Now, the only thing I didn't like, and in two seasons, they covered a lot of ground, but they still have not been to Atlanta. And I'm thinking, maybe your whole third season got to be dedicated to Atlanta. Maybe it was just too much to put into, like, a portion of an episode. Maybe Atlanta's going to get a whole season or something. They kind of hinted. It was almost like a hint. No, they. it was a... It was, it was a very kind of. It was, it was a, very. It was obvious. A straight hit because they showed the skyline. Yeah, they showed the Atlanta sky. It was the end of the episode. They were talking. It was the Houston episode, and they said because the South has something to say, and that's the infamous line that Andre three thousand said at the Source Awards. Yeah, and they showed the Atlanta skyline. So I thought the next episode, I was like, oh yeah, we getting into like my favorite part of this whole thing. And no, that is not what happened. But to piggyback off what you were saying, I do like how in-depth it is. And they explore the different subgenres mm-hmm. within hip-hop because like hip-hop and rap just get coded as one thing. But it's really, it's multifaceted. It changed a lot from its origins. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I appreciate how they, they touch on all the different facets and aspects and they talk about um how each part of the country developed its own little sound and along with like clothing along yeah. with street culture uh break dancing even sampling it's like, very in-depth they, like yeah. yeah just down to what equipment they use you know and like 
key records and key samples especially like for, if you a rap nerd and i kind of consider myself a rap nerd I, I like looking for the samples you know where did these mm-hmm. drums come from where did you sample that horn from like if you a uh rap nerd like myself it's a great series to watch if you have not already now i'll just say i think like Third season, like I said, you got to get to Atlanta. I would also like to see them maybe go to New Orleans, mm-hmm. talk about, you know, um, Cash Money, No Limit, maybe get into mm-hmm. some bounce music. Y'all know how I like my bounce music. Maybe go to D.C., talk say, about a little go-go. Yet? Nah, um, no, so, D- yeah. no D.C., New Orleans. Uh, they did. Did um, they go to Detroit? Did not go to Detroit yet. Miami was another one that yeah. was on this season. You got to. So you talked about Uncle Luke. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a pretty good uh, show. Check it out. Support it on Netflix. Right. And also, uh, one last thing on that. If you are interested in the history of Atlanta hip hop, I think there's a documentary already out there. I think VH1 yeah. did one. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty extensive one. Um, I don't really have any other reviews. I was going to talk about Takeoff. But listen, man, I've been trying to force myself to listen to this new rap music for y'all. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to keep doing it. It's not, I and I realize most of y'all don't probably don't care anyway. I think most of the people that listen to this podcast are over thirty. But anyway, my motivation for this week, let's go ahead and get into it. Don't get comfortable. That's my topic for this week, man. We are out here. We on the grind. We working. When you get that opportunity, don't get too comfortable too soon. A lot of y'all are making your way the through these doors that are opening and then you're getting inside putting your feet all on the furniture disrespecting you gotta you just made it through and you getting too comfortable what are you doing you getting too comfortable too soon you gotta stay on point like a razor that ain't your house. You still a bit. Bro, you coming in, you disrespectful. Like, speaking of Dave Chappelle, like Rick James, when he had mud on his boots, <laughs> you just rubbing it in the couch, like, yo, couch. Y'all are getting way too comfortable too soon. I see a lot of y'all out here. I see, man, I see so many people with potential and, you know, things you could be doing but you mess it up because you get too comfortable too soon we gotta don't think just because you made it through that one door that you just stop and get comfortable we gotta keep going that's it all right mental health mental. get your mother get your mind right all right all right mr webb yeah don't get comfortable and put your feet on people's sofas nope um mental health my mental health moment, I was a little all over the place with this mental health moment. I didn't want to repeat anything that you might see on my business Instagram page. If you made it this far, my mindful living counseling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to repeat it. Yeah. <laughs> because I feel like it's something I've said in a previous one. Um, so today I will say for mental health moment is small wins. Small wins. We'll take it. Small wins add up to to greater things you know because maybe i didn't knock five things off my to-do list today maybe i only knocked off two and a half but that's two and a half more than i knocked off yesterday especially sunday because i don't know about you guys but that extra hour you just slept in a little bit (laughs) you just gotta sunday was very restful for most of the day but 
sometimes you just got to give yourself credit for the small wins. If you're struggling with something like depression, anxiety, like that stuff is a passenger on your bus, then give yourself credit for getting up today. Give yourself credit for getting out of the house today, for putting clothes on, for making it out, for making it to work, because that's what happens with productivity. People who have depression, and anxiety tend to call in to work more, tend to miss more days, come in later. If you got up, you got out and you made it, you made it through your day. Pat yourself on the back. Pat yourself on the back. So what? You didn't end up cooking dinner. At least you made it up and out of the house and you made it back home. Like give yourself credit for the small wins. Because they add up to bigger gains. So that's my mental health moment in a very, very condensed little nutshell. But you got to give yourself credit for the small stuff. You know, today was a very productive day. I cooked. Hey, that's a win. I cooked and I washed dishes along the way because Mr. Webb said that's the efficient way to do it. Especially when you don't have a dishwasher. Small wins. So small wins that's my mental health moment yes yay cool all right so as always uh well hold on do we have i put something very special for the roses what do we have for the roses this week who are we give people the flowers while they can still smell them well maybe these aren't Womp womp. Well, what I what I thought about because it's the eve of the midterms and change is in the air, hopefully. Um, but I thought about everything that's been happening lately, and we we're not again, Mr. Webb and I are not ill informed. We're very aware. I'm aware that there was a shooting in a yoga studio. You don't have to tell me that this happened i'm aware we're aware of the shooting at the synagogue we're aware of stuff like that and i and we said it reeks of intimidation and trying to instill fear in people who want to get out and vote who want to make change happen and i said regardless i will not be intimidated we won't be intimidated because too many people came before us for us to drive our happy behinds over to our polling place and stand in line for however long you have to stand in line. Yep. Even the official third wheel voted early. And she said, I will not be turned around. I will stand in this line. I will not be moved. I will not be moved. <laughs> they tried to say, oh, our machine's messed up. She's like, I, I, I ain't got nothing but time. I stand right here. And that says something, man. Look, there were too many people who came before us. So the roses go out to all of the people who sacrificed and made the changes and made the difference and stood, did more, far more than standing lines who, who were abused, who were beaten, who were killed because they wanted us to take our highly little educated selves down there and be able to vote. So I don't take that for granted. I don't take it lightly. And I'm going to get my little Georgia peach. I voted sticker tomorrow. Obligatory. I voted. You you already know. You got to make all the Facebook posts. I voted. Did you vote? Boom. Here's my sticker. <laughs> it's a part of, like, you part of the game. Like, look, squad. We we out you here better, voting. <laughs> don't. Hey, tomorrow, 
don't po- you got to post at least one picture of your sticker. It don't post nothing else till we've seen proof that, that you, you voted. voted. Don't you go on another ashy face rant <laughs> until you posted that I voted sticker. Don't you come out here with your pajama pants on in public, with your house shoes, with your bonnet on, <laughs> if you ain't voted. We don't want to hear nothing from you if you ain't voted. If you don't go vote, I hope they cut off all the staff and TANF. I don't care. <gasps> Whatever. Mr. Webb, if you don't, If you don't go vote, don't you post nothing. This took an ugly turn. You. This took an ugly stereotype of a turn. Whatever. Sorry. But, I'm not saying any of that. But don't go... Because people love to go on... I'm gonna go on a rant and talk about you. Don't we don't want to hear nothing you gotta say till you done voted. I saw a post that um, comedian, comedian Adele Givens made. She said, "I talked to this 19 year old, was trying to convince him to vote." He said, um, "Well, not 19. I don't know how old he was. Anyway, she talked to some young person who said they weren't." convinced they should vote because their vote didn't matter when they voted for Hillary a couple years ago. And she was like, is this true or false? And I was like, why? We can't have that mentality. These elections, these midterms, this is your local stuff is in here. It's completely different. That's closer to home. Yes. This impacts your regular everyday life. And that could lead to a change in the the other overall election. Yeah, right. So... Exercise your right to vote, especially in the state of Georgia where we live, where these the races are going to be so close. The so fact that they are close. even close proves so much. When this state, I'm talking about a couple years, f- four years ago, eight years ago, it wasn't even this close. Like nobody was even going to have, nobody would yeah. even care. It was over before it even started. Yeah, man. But the fact that it is even close, that it's even contested, is enough proof that you need to go out and vote. Please vote. So my roses go to everyone who came before you, who fought, who died, for you to be able to vote. Yes. Yay! Cool. Let's end on a good note. Follow us at Where Are The Webs on Instagram. Follow us on our personal pages, I am Marcus Webb, nineteen eighty four on Instagram. Um, you are psyching out loud on Instagram. Yes, thank you. We appreciate you tuning in and listening to us again <laughs> on another um, Monday night radio voice. Yes, on? What is this, this is quiet story. It's late night sweat hotel. Good night. Good night. Um, <laughs> Good night. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you, and we're out. We like to party till the break of dawn. We like to party all night long. We like to party till the break of dawn. We like-